like you said, when there is no alignment, we don't get the result that we're looking for because the problem is not God's word. <laughs> God's word is not the problem. It's not. It's Come no. on. His word is not trapped in your timing. If it was good when he started talking, it's good now. <laughs> so it's not God's word. It's got to be us. It's, it's got to be us. Hey, y'all, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, y'all, I get it. It's Saturday. It's the weekend. And you may be in your bed. You may be running errands or preparing to spend time with your loved ones. But since you are here and since you are listening, I want you to get ready and to sit at the edge of your seat because you are about to be inspired. Let's go. Listen, you didn't took me to church on this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm over here saying, come on, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're telling the truth. And another thing is that sin can be in what we think, too. Absolutely. If that's where God started creation, mm. where do you think the enemy is going to start? Where do you think the enemy is going to interrupt what you're, you're looking for, seeking for, talking to God about? He says it comes to wear out the saints. How does he do that? He wears you out by causing you to worry, causing you to doubt, causing you to fear, causing you to think less of yourself than what you ought to. And you wrestle with that all night. If you've been, you know, walking with God any length of time, you've had the conversation. God, I thought it was going to be over by now. I thought I was done with this by now. The enemy wears us out with all of these different things. With most of us, we let a negative thought fester. It becomes one thing, and then all of a sudden it starts growing in a whole bunch of other stuff. And you started out good when you got the work. But by the time you get home, you're upset, you're ill, you're angry. All this stuff is happening to you because of this one incident that happened. And now because you didn't recognize and eliminate that one thought, that negative thought at the beginning, now it's ballooned into my whole life is hard. Les Brown said that most people, don't pay attention to what they're thinking or what they are saying. And those two factors are one of the two of the biggest creative faculties God has given to us. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. And that's not just external hearing. That's mm -hmm. even internal hearing. The thing I hear the most is the thing I believe the most. Come on and say so that. Hearing builds faith. Seeing builds doubt. We walk not by sight, but by faith. So sometimes what I see can cause me to doubt because it doesn't look like what I want it to look like. But faith <laughs> is built through what I hear. Listen, you better connect these scriptures. So I walk <laughs> by what I hear. And then that reminds me of the scripture where Jesus is saying that my sheep know my voice. Stranger's yes. voice, they will not yes. follow. And not follow. God has given you a call and you recognize it. You hear it. When you're in the environment for it, something wakes up in you. Listen, you, you, I'm out of work. I'm never <laughs> speechless. I just don't even know where to start with everything that you just said. Okay, so back on topic, I'm just so blessed by that whole piece 
how you broke it down, talking about the call and talking about faith and how we're led by faith and faith is by hearing, leading back to the voice of our shepherd in that every person has a different call, a special call. So that just made me think your call requires faith because you can hear the call, but you're led by faith. So it requires faith. God is Mm -hmm. going to call you. He has called you, but Mm -hmm. your next step requires faith. It it reminds me even of Peter when he wanted Mm -hmm. to walk on water. And that's the thing, like, especially nowadays, we all want to do big things, miraculous Mm -hmm. things, things that make a difference, things that nobody else is doing. Walking on water, nobody else was doing it, but Jesus. Right, right. right, (laughs) Nobody else was doing it. It was big. And Peter wanted to walk on water. And as long as he was focused, Jesus called him forth and said, come on. And as long as Peter was focused on Jesus, he was doing it. He was taking Mm -hmm. the steps and he took his focus off. And that's when he sank. We all know that. But that's just what I'm reminded of. God is calling us to big things. Big things Mm -hmm. are around the corner for you. You can feel it. You can see the shift happening, but it's going to require your faith for you to get there. And your faith is going to require you to keep your eyes on Jesus and the finisher of Uh. Yeah. So yeah. I want to talk about fear as we okay. move forward, because a lot of times people fall into poverty because of fear. So yeah. can you break down how fear is connected to lack? There are two things that will stop any positive progress. It's doubt and it is fear. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, uh, well, that fear is not real. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. It's not real. Well, no, that's not completely true, because there are some fears that you have that are legitimate, that are legitimate fears. Mm-hmm. And when then too, you know, God has given us this emotion. You know, we know what it is. We've been taught, don't touch that, don't cross the street, you know, cars are coming, all that kind of stuff. So I can't necessarily say that you will eliminate it altogether. But right. what I can say is that you can drastically minimize its control over you. Yes. Because for most of us, The fears that we have, we've made up. They don't exist. We're making these things up. We're bringing up these stories. We're even bringing up stories of something that my mama went through or my grandmama went through. And and we use those as our experience. And that hadn't been our experience. Mm -hmm. So if fear is going to hang around in some degree, if it's going to be in the car where you're driving towards your destiny, don't let it in the front seat. Fear of what didn't happen the last time. Fear of what people are going to say. Fear of what's not, it didn't work. Is that going to work? Well, you didn't try this six times. Mm. So if you can take that fear and push it over to the side, say, I'm not listening to you today. I'm going to do what I'm going to do because God instructed me to do it. I'm going to move forward and do this thing. And I'm going to talk to you about it later. Yeah. That, you've got to confront your fear. You've you got to confront. You got to confront your fear. Got it. That is got the bottom line because yes, fear is going to be there while a baby is in the womb. They don't have fear because they have everything right. they need. Once mm-hmm. they come out the womb, somehow fear is developed because they're brought out of what is familiar. And a right. lot of times, when God is taking us to the next level, 
He takes us out of what's familiar because what's familiar doesn't develop us. The devil plays on the fear because he doesn't have any power over us. And one thing I I say, because it's true, the devil can influence us, but he doesn't have power Mm -hmm. over us. And he can influence us through his deception. He's a liar. Mm -hmm. And so he can make things look real and you can be influenced by those fake real things. (laughs) But (laughs) the power for you to move out because of that Mm -hmm. is within your hands. One of the things I teach some of my my, my coaching students, Mm -hmm. I teach them about affirmation. Mm -hmm. And I teach them how affirmations work and why they work when they work. Mm -hmm. It is because you are saying something that resonates that you actually believe. When we are hearing and when we are thinking and when we are speaking, there is no such thing as, oh, I was just playing. Oh, I I didn't mean it. Yeah. Where in scripture do we hear God saying, oh, my bad, I didn't mean to say that. No. God does not make requests. God only makes commands. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say that (laughs) again. (laughs) God does not make requests. He only makes commands. He didn't say, oh, son, do you mind being made? Oh, you know, birds, is it okay? Do y'all feel like it? No. He said, let there be. Because he knows his authority. He's very yeah. like he he doesn't second guess that. And that's where we get tripped up at is that we second right. guess our authority. It's something that we have to we have to practice. It can't be something that is, you know, you take it off one day, you put it on one day, and then you go three weeks and you take it off. It, it has to become something that you are constantly working on because the enemy is constantly bringing you different thoughts and presenting different scenarios circumstances and mm-hmm. all these different things so we have to constantly take uh, care of what's going on in here now you can't necessarily control the thoughts that come in but you can control the thoughts you give life to it is the thoughts that you give life to that you constantly think on that you are constantly engaged in that we are giving life to mm-hmm. like i'll say you know in my in my world there's nothing but prosperity there is no sickness in my world Mm-hmm. And people will look at me funny and be like, well, no, but there's poverty in the world. Absolutely, there is. I just choose to focus on the prosperity. Mm-hmm. I just choose to focus on good people always come into my life. Mm-hmm. I just choose to focus on everything works out for me. The thing is, is that, like you said, it's where your focus and your attention is. You're not... Yeah dismissing that ABC is happening in the world, in your family, whatever the case may be. But you believe in God's word. You know who Mm -hmm. you are. You know that you're a game changer. You know that you're a power mover. You you know Mm. all these things. So you choose. I love that God gave us free will because we can always choose what we want. And when it's aligned Uh, with God, we can have it. And really what we're talking about If y'all been tracking with us, which I know that you have been, what we're talking about is a winning mindset. Winning starts in your thoughts. What is some wisdom that you can share with people who want to get out of this lack? Now, let me just say this. If y'all didn't catch any nuggets this whole time on how to get out of lack, then Mm -hmm. this is your opportunity to listen up now 
because right. you know, he's going to make it plain. But he has been giving nuggets and gems all through this episode. So go ahead and just make it plain for us. How can I get out of lack? Number one is to stop thinking lack. If you stop thinking lack. Okay, go ahead. You will stop having lack. Um, because thinking lack causes lack conversation. Lack conversation creates more lack. So for people using language like that's too expensive. I can't afford it. Um, you're using language like, um, if I could get some extra money, you use language like, oh, I just want to be comfortable. All of those, those words, those conversations are lack conversations. When you start saying things like, well, I'm trying, trying is a lack word. It's also a prophetic word. As long mm-hmm. as you can say, I'm trying, you will always be trying. So then you have to start changing your lack mindset. The Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. So it's not ability that's the issue. Mm-hmm. You got the ability. It starts now with how you are thinking. And if you can ever transform, transform Greek word, metamorpho, going from one form to another form. Be ye transformed. You can go from one form to another form by the renewing. Hebrew word, Greek word here, renew, means to renovate. I go from one form to another form by renovating my mind, my thoughts. Now, when I'm going to go renovate something, I don't tear down the whole house to renovate the dining room. Mm -hmm. I just keep people out of the dining room because Mm -hmm. I'm working on it. The way, the best way to get out of lack Mm-hmm. Is to find out why and how did I get to thinking like this? Mm-hmm. Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Who taught me this? Who taught me that money was hard to come by? Yeah, yeah. Who, who taught me that money was bad? Mm-hmm. Who taught me these things? Because that is what adds into or helps you develop what's called you know, your paradigm, your belief system, mm-hmm. how you see the world, your perspective. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get rid of lack, you stop, number one, stop thinking lack. Mm-hmm. Stop talking about lack. Yes. Then you change your environment. You get around people that are talking above where you currently are. Mm-hmm. You want to get in conversation where you're not the smartest person in the conversation. And get this, when you start doing that, then it's going to be uncomfortable because you're yeah. not used to that type of conversation, but you got to stay mm-hmm. in it. Yes, because it's in those conversations where, where God starts to speak to you through other people. Come on and say he that. to validate ideas you have, validate yes. these notions, these dreams that you've had. And you're like, man, that sounds crazy. But to be in a conversation and somebody brings up exactly what you're thinking about, that God said, stay here. You are changing. It Come didn't on. say, be ye transformed by a new haircut. Be ye transformed by losing 20 pounds. Be ye transformed by moving to a new city. It didn't mm-hmm. say that. It says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Before you start the business, get your mind right. Before <laughs> you write the book, get your mind right. Before you you know, start the minutes, get your mind together. Because that's where the attack is going to happen. And when that mind gets together and that mouth gets together, 
and work starts working in them hands, he says, I take pleasure in the prosperity of my service. Come on. So he wants you to he wants you to win. It's he not like God you. is like, he wants you to win. He's giving you angelic support. You have heavenly support, and he is expecting you to win. It's not yeah. an option. He's expecting you to win. Winning is not an option. It's an expectation. Come on. Expectation. (laughs) Listen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we're about to go into prayer, but I want to ask you, how can the kingdom of God, the church, better serve people who are stuck in lack or either the mindset of lack? We as the people of God uh, need to be very patient Mm. uh, because we didn't get it the first time either. So patience is key. Also realize that it's not about perfection. It's about progression. You don't have to get it all right today. Listen, that has been the word. Progression. (laughs) Progression. Go ahead. (laughs) Progression. See your your life getting better over a period of time. Because you didn't get to where you are overnight. So more than likely, you're not going to be able to get to the new place overnight. So we have to be patient with people. Um, and we have to continue to remind people that come across our path that one, God wants you to win. God is not trying to kill you. He's not trying to embarrass you. God wants you to win. He's giving you the support that you need to win. Mm-hmm. And like we said, it's an expectation. I grew up during a time where I was taught the sledgehammer of God. Everything mm-hmm. you do wrong, God's going to get you. 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 And there are some things, you know, that, of course, God's not pleased with. Right. But I would rather get excited about what God wants for me and how much he loves me and appreciates me. Right, right, right. And wants me to do well. Right. Uh, so we have to continue to communicate that in love to yeah. those that we come across. Pastor, Pastor Bishop, Dr. Listen. <laughs> I think I answered all of them. <laughs> I this episode has definitely blessed me and I know that it has blessed those that are listening. God bless you and God bless your ministry and oh, um God, the work that he has before you. So before we go into prayer, is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Uh one last thing is if you remember nothing else that I've said. Remember this, pay attention to what you are thinking and what you are saying and ask yourself, does that sound like God? Yeah. That is so simple. Ask yourself, does that sound like God? Uh, it reminds me of the wristbands we used to wear, WWJD. Yeah. <laughs> we used to wear those yeah. out. <laughs> I know, right? We wore that one out. but i like that is that something that god would say so powerful well bishop if you will if you could just lead us in prayer i would like you to especially cover those that are struggling with lack in their mindset but please do whatever holy spirit however he leads you to pray because that's what people need most father we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you for everything you've done for us Father, we stand and we come before your presence in total and complete radical gratitude for everything you've done for us. Father, we thank you for this moment in time that 
we have to be able to communicate your goodness and your word, Father, to those that have made themselves available. Father, I pray specifically for those that are listening right now and those that will be watching this, Father, months from now, years from now. Father, they want more in their life. And I'm asking you, Lord, that you would begin right now to give them insight for themselves, put them in the environment of individuals, Father, that will help them transform their minds. Father, we know it's not your desire for us to have lack, not to have enough. That's not what you designed for us. So, Father, right now, we denounce lack. We denounce poverty. We denounce scarcity. First of all, in our minds. Father, I'm asking you, Lord, because I know you can do it. Visit your people. Visit those, Father, who are really, really hungry and really, really looking for and want change. Especially, Father, in the area where they find lack. Father, thank you for this time. We do ask you to please forgive us of our sins, our transgressions, and our iniquities. And we place the blood of the precious Son, Jesus, on both sides of our family's bloodline to the third and fourth generation. Thank you for the blessing of forgiveness. And Father, if we are holding anything, we release it now so that prosperity in all of its forms can flow into our life. Father, thank you for this podcast. Thank you for Tiffany and what she's doing. Father, continue, Father, to expand her territory. Continue, Father, to open up doors of financial uh, uh, abundance for this podcast in her own personal life that she can, Father, move without hesitation, without interruption, doing the things that you have placed in her heart to do. Father, let this edition, let this episode of this podcast, Father, reach the souls that have been attached to this woman of God. Thank you for success. Thank you for more than enough. Thank you for open doors. Thank you, for Father, for people hearing her name in a positive way and wanting to connect. We give you glory now on this side of it because we know you've gone ahead of us. You've already worked everything out. So we thank you now for clear insight, clear direction, clear movement in the direction that you want us to go in. In your precious son's name, amen. 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 Thank you for that prayer. Powerful. Come on now. Come on. Yes. Listen. Thank you for this opportunity. This has been this has been a blessing for me. Thank it's so been a blessing to me. Thank you so much. I just, you know, I get excited at the fact that I know that people will be blessed. So thank you for lending your time and also the insight and wisdom that the Lord has given to you. And I just pray blessings upon you because. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, we have had you have been graced with the successologist. <laughs> is that what it is? Successologist? Yes, you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You have been graced with the successologist by the name of Bishop Charles Johnson. Listen, I want you guys to follow him. Check him out. Bishop, can you just tell them where they can follow you, where they can, how they can support you? Would love to give that information to them. Uh, I can be found on Instagram at 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 the underscore successologist. I'm also on Facebook, of course, at Charles Johnson page two. That's the Roman numeral two. 
I also have a private um, Facebook group. If, if anybody wants to be a part of that group, call the Transformers. That's the name of our group. Call the Transformers. All you have to do is inbox me on Instagram or on Facebook, and uh, I'll send you the link to become a part of the group. In that group, I do you know several trainings, teachings, and all kinds of stuff in that group. There's about oh, 168 of us in that group right now, so we're looking to grow. And we have a great environment, so you can become a part of that group. I'm also on TikTok, so if you want to go to TikTok and find me at TikTok, I'm there at uh, the Successologist on TikTok as well. So, so and you know what? If you want to be real old school with it, you can call me. <gasps> you can call. <laughs> we me. still do that. <laughs> we still call people at nine one nine. Two two eight nine six seven nine nine one nine two two eight nine six seven nine. Where you can reach. Awesomeness. Listen, this this man of God is transforming lives. He's like he says. He's walking and staying in his lane, and we can see it. So, get connected if you want to get out yes. of lack. Get connected to the successologist and transform your life, and he'll give you the principles that'll help you get there thank you again so much bishop i really appreciate oh, my you. and thank you all for listening to this episode of solid saturday's prayer and inspiration it is my prayer that you were inspired by this message and also that you received that powerful prayer that was rendered tonight and because we serve such a powerful all-knowing omniscient omnipotent and omnipresent god you know that gives me confidence that you did so you know what that means I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you guys next time.